Jack meets the Beatles. After a hard day's night of working like dogs, Jack and his canine companions come together to prepare for the fight, but they're gonna need all the help they can get. Robots surround him here, there, and everywhere, but Jack brings his silver hammer down upon their heads. Will he be able to send these foes back to where they once belonged, or will this be the end? Goo goo gajoob, this has got to recap. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast. Got to recap. We are here. Episode three. Nick Montagani. I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. All things considered. <laughs> Thank you for joining me for episode three, part two. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you want to give the, the listeners here a little peek, peek behind the podcast curtain? Yeah, of course. Uh, so we're recording this episode again. Uh, we recorded it yesterday. Uh, it was great. We had all kinds of gags that you're never going to hear um, because when I was editing my audio, I did a big goof and uh, lost it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, which is like the worst case nightmare scenario. But um, hey, better you than me, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I probably just wouldn't have said anything. And uh, yeah, like we talked about earlier, maybe do like respond to your audio like, hey, yeah, good point, I, Brendan. I, I considered it like uh, for a good amount of time. I was like, I'll just I'll just have him send me his audio and I'll record my responses to it. Ultimately, I don't think that would be as uh, enjoyable of an experience for our listeners. Yeah, no, we'll 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 do it again for you here. And, you know, you will miss out on some great gags. I did do my Joe Swanson from Family Guy impression yesterday, which you won't get to hear the original version, but I'll break off a little piece of it now if you think. If you think that's now's the time. Yeah, I don't I don't want anyone to miss out on that. OK, here we go. <clears throat> Sorry, I just got <clears throat> to stretch here yep, a little bit. Yep. Let me have a expand, water. expand the diaphragm. OK, here we go. Ready? Mm hmm. Me, 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 mo, 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 mama, mama. Okay. Red leather, yellow leather. Uh, here we go. Peter. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that was maybe worse than yesterday. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> it sounded a little bit closer, but all you said was Peter. All right, I'll try one more time. All right, one more time. Give me, give me, uh, give me like a whole sentence. Maybe nope. give me an uh, lorem ipsum. <laughs> family Guy. Is there a Family Guy specific lorem ipsum generator? Uh, That's just like giggity giggity. Victory is mine. <laughs> Potentially, uh, <laughs> big chicken. <laughs> uh, Peter, how's that? That's great. That's different than my Uncle Ben dying at the beginning of Spider Man. The first. Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Um, I'll break that off for you now too. Peter. <laughs> it's a little more a little more distressed. Yeah, a little bit. Uh it, it's like Joe Swanson uh lost his wheelchair or something. Peter took it oh, and no. he's riding it down a hill. That oh, that's almost certainly happened m multiple times. Oh, I bet, yeah. We'll cover that on our Family Guy podcast once we start that after. Mm -hmm. All in the Family Guy? Available oh, on the yeah. on Podbean. <laughs> You nailed it in one. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> That's going to have to wait because we are getting into episode three of Samurai Jack, the thrilling conclusion to the three-part opening movie. Mm -hmm. The first fight, I think it's called, right? Yes, the first fight. All right, so let's start the recap. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, let's do this. So yeah, as you said, episode three, titled The First Fight, August 10th, 2001, third part of that opening movie. The first fight, mm, this is technically, if we want to be technical here, I guess this is the third fight, because he did fight Aku, mm -hmm. and he did fight those lizards in the second episode. Right, and he fought the car, so the fourth fight. I'm going to count the car. The car was shooting at him. It, it did more damage to him than the lizards did. It was That was more of a skirmish than a fight. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. It's three, or, it's three or four any way you cut it. Um, you know, I actually looked this up on the wiki. Did you know there was an alternate title to... The third episode of Samurai Jack. I did not. What was it? Uh, it was originally called Jack Takes Some Bugs to Fuck Up Town. 
I can't, I can't imagine why they wouldn't have gone with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they scrapped it. It is certainly more fitting, as we've just discussed, but um, we'll just keep that in mind as we go through the events of the episode here. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right off the bat, I think we should say that this episode isn't uh, completely dissimilar from the first episode. We've got a lot of like parallels in the way this one's set up. And as like a conclusion, I think it, it works pretty well, but let's... Yeah, sort of like we talked about last week, um, you know, the the second part of the three-part opening, um, a little anticlimactic, only in that, you know, we get the great opening set piece in episode one, establishing, you know, the characters, the world, and, and getting Jack to the conflict that's going to serve for the entire series here. Um, and then, you know, we, we knew the whole time... Um, in episode two, that this episode three would be the epic fight where we get to see Jack sort of show off what he's totally capable of. So episode two, you know, ending on that cliffhanger, kind of feeling like a tough middle chapter, still definitely enjoyable. But yeah, this this definitely pays off um, in a big way and satisfies that cliffhanger. Um, man, I'm so excited to talk about this with you for a second time. Yeah, let's let's get into <laughs> it again. All right. So, yeah, we open the episode with another previously on sort of recapping that episode to Jack meeting the dogs uh, and agreeing to help them save them from Aku. Uh, and then we ended the episode on that cliffhanger, seeing all those uh, beetle drones uh, sort of swarming over the hillside, coming towards the city that Jack is in with these dogs. Um, we open the episode sort of with the exact same shot. Uh, we're looking through a pair of binoculars, actually, over this hillside where we see these drones start to sort of swarm over. Um, it's fun because we actually see in a minute that it's actually Rothy who's looking through the binoculars. Mm-hmm. And it's fun because he's still got the one eye closed, like when he's wearing the monocle. It's it's pretty cute. Does that not work? Is it just like that's his his bung eye? It's inherently fancier to only use one eye. Just keep one closed all the time. Yeah. Uh, and the the binoculars he's uh, listening through, I don't know if you caught it, but they make the like Star Wars. Uh, mm. What are they? What do they call them in Star Wars? Mi- micro bi- micro binoculars or something like that or macro binoculars. They have like a mechanical whirring kind of sound to them. OK, Brendan, I thought I was maybe a bigger dork than you were when we got this <laughs> podcast started. But you're sort of you're showing your stripes here. Oh, I got that from the bad lip reading uh, video. Oh, okay. So. All right. Well, you're that's, cool again. That's my cover. That's my cover. <laughs> yeah. So we're looking out through these binoculars, seeing the drones uh, start to approach, and we kind of get a good look at them now for the first time. We see they're like these black beetle robots with uh, these sharp looking claws and these um, their eyes. They're like multi-paneled eyes, like a like a fly or like a bug. Which are pretty cool. They kind of remind me of the scarabs from the Mummy movies. The ones that mm. crawl around under the people's skin. They're all like horrifying and shit. I've never seen any of those. Is it worth it? Um, I like them. They're okay. they're very campy, but I think that's kind of intentional. Um, right. Also, Brendan Fraser hasn't been in enough stuff lately, so it's kind of nice to go back and see him in something that's not Monkey Bone. Uh, the second most famous Brendan after we're done with this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or he'll be the third because there's there's the Panic at the Disco one, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Lest yeah. we forget. Brendan Yuri. That's it. Yeah. Brendan Yuri. <laughs> yeah, you had it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's uh, better to face these kinds of things with a sense of poison <laughs> rationality. So, uh, yeah. So the bugs are coming. Um, it's funny. Yeah. We see they're very clearly like beetle shaped. And even Rothy has a line where he says to Jack, uh, there certainly are quite a few of those Aku destroyer beetle drones. Mm-hmm. Says that very matter of factly. They're they're sort of a known quantity in this world. The yeah, Aku destroyer beetle drones. <laughs> they know all about them. There's posters <laughs> for them in uh, certain towns. Uh, right. there, there aren't many posters here in New Yorky City, but hey, I got it in. I got it in <laughs> this time. You've, you've been you've been <laughs> that one's been cooking and cooking in the lab for a while. Yep, yep. It's all right. Congratulations, bud. Thank you. And Rothy says to Jack, "Well, you know what? What are you going to do? What are we going to do here?" And Jack just says to him. I'll need some weapons. Kind of sounds like the Mandalorian in this yeah. scene to me. But yeah, so we we get a little shot here of the dogs. They're sort of tearing apart their machinery that they've been using for excavating these jewels. Um, we see them kind of like welding and cutting off pieces from these giant machines. Um, 
then we see Jack, he rips off this big piece of paper off of something, which I'm not really sure where he got the paper. It kind of looked at first like he was tearing off his gi, which is inadvisable, although, you know, at the end of the episode, (laughs) we do get some more torn gi action and then after that he has a fresh gi so we're gonna have to just kind of let that one slide he can just generate them whenever he needs to after a long rest he recovers his gi (laughs) he's got a whole closet full of them like doug has his sweater vest and white shirt so yeah they jack lays out this piece of paper and he sort of takes inventory takes stock of all the machines and items that the dogs have procured for him and he thinks about it for a minute and then, you know, a plan, he he gets a look on his face. He's, he's hatched a plan and uh, Rothy is sitting next to him and he hands him a pen, like a ballpoint pen. And Jack takes it from him and is about to start writing on this big piece of paper and nothing's going on because he hasn't pressed like the button on the top of the pen. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> he's not from this time, Brendan. He doesn't know. <laughs> it's not a quill and ink. Okay. Yeah, but he knows enough about all these large machines around him to come up with a plan. Right. Yeah, so Rothy takes the pen back from him and clicks the button and extends uh, the actual writing part. And Jack takes it back and he hands it in front of his face, like reminiscent of like when he got his sword at the very first episode. It's like given that much weight. Yeah, (laughs) it's a big moment for him. (laughs) (laughs) He takes a pen and he starts to draw out a map on this piece of paper. It's a map of the surrounding area, like the city and the valley that these drones are approaching through um it's kind of a shitty looking map he doesn't do a very good job yeah in my eyes anyway very boxy uh, all the <laughs> very simple shapes looks like he drew a river where there's no river right that might have been the trench that they end up digging here in a minute i um, could have been i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's it's a little suspect i think it would be funnier if he'd drawn uh, a map that was like in the art style of the show so like he literally draws like a one-to-one representation of everything <laughs> like a painting I think it would have been really funny if it showed him drawing <laughs> and then cut to the picture and it was just dick butt. Oh, but right. That, yeah, I guess right. this was before the time. Uh, yeah, he hasn't learned that. He's got enough years here in the future where he'll he'll, he'll get the good. He'll pick, he'll pick up on all the, the hot memes. Right. Do you think in the year 3000, they're still talking about Yanny and Laurel? Oh, I hope not. We're still talking about it in the year 2021, right? <laughs> well, thanks to you, we are now. <laughs> I'll never let it die. <laughs> Wasn't there another one, too? It was the... Uh... Oh, there was the dress. It's okay. We don't, oh, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. Um, he draws out this map, and then we see him kind of like presenting it to the dogs and going over some sort of battle plan here. And then we get a montage here. It's sort of the preparedness montage of um, sort of them planning their defense for the attack from these drones. It's sort of reminiscent of like Seven Samurai or any kind of movie where like the town has to use their resources to prepare for the enemy that they know is coming like the next day. Oh, yeah. And they're they're like training and getting ready, uh, which right. also was in The Mandalorian. This is true. Going back to that, we had that one episode. I don't know what it was called or what episode it was, but it's there. Hey, 18 years later, uh, The Mandalorian keeping strong the Samurai Jack tradition. Yeah, actually, you know what? Uh, the Mandalorian isn't extremely dissimilar from Samurai Jack. First episode, I, he doesn't really talk all that much. Hmm. I can't disagree with you. Different setting a little bit. Yeah, a little Although, bit. we did talk about how episode two of Samurai Jack was chock full of Star Wars references. So, you yeah. know, they, they take a little bit from each other. I'm starting to draw some parallels here. So, yeah, we get the montage here. Um, there's a few different items. We'll run through them. Um We see there's these big tractors that have like these digger claws on the end of them, like these arms with claws. And we see them sort of riding up these stone walls in the middle of the valley, sort of slowly climbing up them and then flipping themselves over backwards. Mm -hmm. And then we see that these other machines that are like these flying vacuums, uh, they pick up these giant boulders and put them into the overturned claws. So then we move on from that and we see Jack draw a line in the sand with a sword. And then another one of these uh, sort of digger machines is digging a big trench around the city. Then we see more of those sort of vacuum rockets. Um, they they kind of position themselves on top of these stone pillars um, and position themselves in such a way that their like rocket blasters are facing outward, sort of down towards the, the ground from these stone pillars. Right. Like they're ready to launch. Exactly. Um, 
And then we cut back to Jack and Jack is sort of examining these jewels that the dogs have been digging up. And he uh, sort of pricks his finger on one of them. And there's a little little spot of blood, which I think is funny because like that's that's like the only blood, the only Jack blood that we get in this episode, despite like, you know, we'll get to it. But we despite his body being completely like torn up and cut up from. Yeah. Attacking. Yeah. We get some red scratches, but this is the only instance of like him actually bleeding. Um, right. And he's into it. He loves he, it. He like gets this nice smile on his face, like uh, like salad fingers. Like, <laughs> oh, please don't, please don't <laughs> evoke the name salad fingers on this. I podcast. like it when the red water All comes. Right. Out. So anyway, so he starts doing that. Um, he's he's looking at these tools. Sorry to cut you off there. I just oh, it that's cannot okay. be. Can, <laughs> we cannot bring that energy to this recording. Oh, we'll just have to do it on our salad fingers podcast. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway. He looks at these jewels and he he gets an idea. He sort of starts fashioning them into arrowheads and uh, he's making arrows out of these these jewels and he crafts a bow out of something. It's not really clear where he gets the yeah, it's, bow. Yeah, it's very well shaped. Um, it doesn't look like it came from any of the machines, um, no. but it, it, it had to have come from somewhere. Uh, and are these the same crystals that we saw in the first episode? These are the ones that the slaves were mining then too? I don't know. They're they're they told us in the last one that they were also the source of um, Aku's power. So I wonder if it's right. this specific type of crystal or if it's like any spiritual stone. Now I'll tell you this, Brendan. You know that I'm wicked colorblind. Mm-hmm. Um, they are and, the same color. Okay. For what it's I, worth. in my memory, they are a different color, but I might also just be misremembering. But also, I might just not see them so good. Yeah, it's all right. They're like a, a pinkish kind of like right. slightly purpley color. Uh, it's an interesting thought anyway, and yeah, definitely, you know, some parallels between the dogs digging them up and sort of Jack's home family and his homeland sort of digging them up in the first episode. But um, yeah, we see uh, he's crafting arrows and he's actually crafting uh, these long spears out of these these jewels, too. Um, he shoots an arrow through a rock and it sticks into another rock. So they're pretty effective weapons. Here. Yeah, it obliterates that first rock. Yeah. Um, definitely powerful. We see that the dogs are helping him dig up all these jewels. So, you know, Jack, <laughs> they've, they've come to Jack for help to escape from Aku's uh, slavery here. And Jack has now put them to work seemingly harder than Aku ever yeah, has. Because they have way less time. They got they got until sunrise. Jack has sort of flipped the script on them here. So uh, Jack's the captain now. <laughs> Yeah, they they take a lot of these these spiked jewels and they actually fill them in that trench that they dug. They they sort of stick them in there and they're sticking up out of the ground. Very very pointy, very menacing. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want anything to do with that. No, you could prick your finger on those. Yeah, but, you know if you like it. If you're a nasty freak, <laughs> then go for it. I guess. Yeah, whatever, whatever floats your boat, buddy. Samurai. So yeah, they. Uh, they fill up that trench with the jewels, and then we get kind of my least favorite part of this montage, where we see these ugh, these terrible machines, these flying. There are these flying machines <laughs> that have these big, wide open mouths with realistic looking tongues sticking out of them. <laughs> these rough, like these coarse, rough, realistic tongues that are licking these thin stone pillars and like making them even more thin. Um. I hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little weird. Um, they do seem like extremely effective mining tools, but uh, yeah, the design work, is questionable. They work perfectly fine. I'm just troubled by the implications of like, do the dogs control them by licking too? And then also like the machine starts panting when it's done. <laughs> I don't know. I just hate. That's the, that's the onboard it. cooling system. I don't I don't want to spend any more time with these machines than is necessary. <laughs> Well, luckily, I don't think they make too many more appearances here. <laughs> no, this is this is the series wrap on those tongue <laughs> machines. Thank God. The uh, the dogs, we see them loading up this cart uh, with all the jewels. And we see the carts being pulled by this like gigantic alien horse with six legs. Like it's the horse of the future. Yeah. The, the legs are all flared out like uh, like bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a pretty cool horse. I like um, it. Yeah. Jack. It's it's actually fun here. Um, we see Jack sort of trying to make friends with the horse and it kind of gives a little resistance. And um, we had a nice callback to the first episode 
uh, when Jack is in like the Arabian kingdom um, mm-hmm. and Jack here, he gives the alien horse an apple um, to try to tame it. And the horse eats the apple and they're best friends now. Yeah. And then he pets him like in the first episode. And I, I think it's worth noting that he just pulls the apple out of his shirt. Um, <laughs> not sure where yeah, he we, got it. <laughs> we don't know where the apple came from. I think it's possible, you know, it traveled with him thousands of years into the future, but that also implies that Jack just keeps an apple on him at all times. And just, just in case he runs into a horse, he's very prepared. Yeah. Well, you know, he went through all that training. It's not like he's going to waste the lessons that he learned. <laughs> Always carry an apple. Lesson number one. <laughs> an apple a day keeps a horse at bay. <laughs> Did Yoda ever say that? Um, I'm not sure if Yoda would have known what a horse was. Or an apple. Or an apple, for that matter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's nice. Jack sort of makes friends with the horse, and then we get this kind of cool sequence of we see the dogs um, tearing apart more machines and sort of scrapping them for parts and fashioning the parts into armor, which they start fitting onto the horse. Yeah, now three ninety nine on the Xbox Game Store. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, man, people were so mad about that. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. I would pay for that now, though. I know myself. <laughs> um, if it came with more than just a set of horse armor, I I might. I might. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're sort of crafting this armor and fitting onto the horse. Um, there's like a cow catcher, like from the front of a train that they put on it, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we actually get this this cool sequence of uh, they're actually crafting some armor for Jack, too, and they intercut shots of them crafting this armor with Jack, who is creating like a battle flag. Um, we see him drawing. Actually, it's the same sigil, like that same crest that we saw in the first episode, that that square with the lines cut out on each face. Um, he's drawing it onto this flag. And yeah, the dogs are fitting. We We cut that with the dogs like fitting the armor onto Jack's body. And as he's painting this banner, we actually see a few dogs um, walk past Jack um, carrying like some machinery and they get they leave these inky paw prints all over the flag. And now it's got that same sigil and three little dog footprints on it. And Jack kind of looks at it for a minute and then he smiles because it's appropriate for the situation. You know, got to get the dogs involved. Yeah, they're like a family now. Uh, One thing I noticed is that the dogs walk across. So they got the banner laid out, the, the sigils at the top. And the dogs walk across horizontally under the banner. But then when we cut to Jack looking at it, the paws are aligned vertically, like going up towards the uh, sigil. Mm. I'm not sure how that happened. Huge my oversight. Immersion. My immersion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> my, my immersion is just obliterated. At yeah, this point. I can't even get into this anymore. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they they're they're fitting Jack with this armor um, and they kind of put the finishing touch. Uh, they steal a pot of soup. There's like a dog eating a pot of soup. <laughs> they steal it from him when he's like going to taste it. He like puts a spoon and he gets one little spoonful and they just snag it. <laughs> there will be time for soup eating later once Jack frees them from Aku. When the dust has settled, there will be soup. <laughs> when the soup has settled, <laughs> there will be dust. Yeah, I guess so. It's, that's how it works. It's a cyclical thing. <laughs> So, yeah, they they steal the soup and they put the pot on Jack's head like a helmet. They kind of slowly lower it onto his head. And Rothy is observing him and he he kind of snaps his fingers and has one little finishing touch to put on him. And he grabs a little statue of a dog, mm-hmm. like a little tiny statue, and, and sticks it on the top of Jack's helmet. I think, armor it's, is complete. Um, I think it's a hood ornament and I think it's an, uh, a real hood ornament. I think it's a Mack truck ornament. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, which has an implication that... Mack trucks were invented sometime after Aku took over the world. Yeah, maybe Aku can like see see into multiple realities and like uh, maybe it also could have something to do with the weird time traveling that was going on originally in the show. Maybe yeah. like while he was in ancient Egypt and in ancient Greece, America was just modern America. <laughs> we just don't know because he never went there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's entirely possible. Jack Jack had many journeys across many eras. Um, he might have just driven like a Mack truck. Yeah, there's, he spent a summer as a truck driver. Right. That's a valuable skill. Yeah. <laughs> hey, those all all the truck drivers out there listening to us right now, thank you for your service. Thank you. Um, I think it would be kind of fun to be a truck driver. Anyway, we'll move <laughs> on. Um, yeah, so we, uh, Jack's armor is complete. His, his banner is complete. And we get this kind of cool shot of Jack, like, standing... Uh, on a hill, like looking out over in the distance. And it's like we see a silhouette. 
holding the banner and there's like the rising sun behind him with this like swelling epic music. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool shot. Like the calm before the storm here. Yeah. Um, very, very, uh, very like emotional, cool scene of him kind of yeah. gathering himself before the oncoming uh, assault. Um, so, yeah, we fade out to commercial after that. And when we fade back in, uh, we actually see that same whiny watchdog from episode two. He's like looking out over into the valley through binoculars and he calls out in the same whiny voice. I love that. I love that damn dog. Uh, yeah, actually, when he was speaking in the episode, I, I thought back to what we said last week. Uh, and I thought you were exaggerating a bit because I didn't really remember exactly how he sounded. But no, 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 you you were spot on with your uh, impression of this dog. All right, I'm going to give it to you one more time. Ready? Can you give it to me as uh, <laughs> as Joe? <laughs> Brendan, you ruined my gag. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. All right. Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter. <laughs> Peter Griffin is in Samurai Jack, right? Yeah, I think so. Peter Griffin's in everything. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> So yeah, the uh, the dog calls out and says that the drones have entered the valley, and uh, before the words are sort of even out of his mouth, uh, Jack launches past him on this horse. Um, we get this great shot of Jack riding into the valley on this horse. They're charging in. Jack's wearing his armor, and he's got his banner with him, and then we get this cool shot. They they sort of pause for a moment, and we get this cool shot of Jack, like, triumphantly on the horse, and they're standing there, like, in wait for the drones coming. We get a lot of, like, cool still shots in this episode of, like, moments of calm or, like, before or after battles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Characters regarding one another. Right. <laughs> yes. He's kind of standing there, and then we see the uh, drones sort of like swarming over the hillside in like a big dust storm. And uh, as they approach, uh, Jack starts to charge at them on the horse. Um, and yeah, he starts to fight back here. He he fires some arrows, uh, some of those arrows that he crafted into the overturned claw machines. Um, <laughs> they And they just have these big buttons on them that say dig. Yeah, just right in the center panel. Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. Why, why use levers? These are dogs, man. We need to. I know. You gotta, you gotta train them one way, and <laughs> it's like that dog on TikTok who uses the buttons to talk. Mm-hmm. It's exactly Same like thing. that. Yeah. Same thing. Um. Yeah. He fires arrows into the these machines that have those rocks in the overturned claws, and they start like catapulting at the drones. He takes a bunch of them out. Um, we actually get some of those cool, like, three-panel, like, almost comic book-looking shots. Um, there's a ton of those in this episode. Yeah, it's um, great. It's super cool. Um, we see him sort of firing those, and then he fires more arrows into um, these oil barrels that are sort of lining the sides of the valley, and there's, like, these flint stones that are sort of balanced on the top of the oil barrels, and he he shoots the arrows through the stones and they ignite and uh, catch the barrels on fire. They explode, take out a bunch more drones. Good tactics so yeah. far. Uh, yeah, it's very, very much like a video game. He just has these red barrels set up everywhere and blows them up. <laughs> uh, he's played Link's crossbow training before. <laughs> oh, I hope that's canonical. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he starts firing arrows like directly into these beetle drones Um We see he takes out a decent amount of them. Um, He takes out some of those spears that he's fashioned and sort of lowers them as, you know, he he connects with the the oncoming horde. He, like, collects three or four of them on, like, a single spear and, like, tosses them aside. Yeah, they which has to be really heavy. I can't imagine those things are light. Yeah. Uh, Jack's had some training. You know, he he suplexed that Greek wrestler in the first episode. That's true. That guy was huge. He's certainly much bigger than Jack, and Jack was only like a teenager at the time, so mm-hmm. he could he he's only gotten stronger. <laughs> um, yeah, Jack, they're they're charging towards each other still, and the horse kind of puts its head down and starts plowing through the drones, kind of like running right through them and f- tossing them aside with his head. Jack takes out a few more with some more spears. He's got some creative spear moves here. Um, yeah. All very effective stuff so far. And yeah, they they kind of stop uh, the drones that are charging towards them. They all they all stop for a moment and they they actually stand up on their hind legs. Uh, we kind of get a better look at them now um, that their arms are like these big sides. They're like like sides like the Grim Reaper has. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but like that 
is like one of the when you walk through like Walmart or Target after Halloween's over, you always have like those sides left over and then like the bloody like those those clear plastic knives with the watery blood that drips down inside of Mm -hmm. them. People love using them for the the scream, the ghost face scream costumes. Um, So, yeah. So the drones are standing up. Yeah, we see them and they they start to sort of encircle Jack and the horse. Um, They've also got like these menacing looking robot mouths. They look like they've got like sharp teeth, um, Mm -hmm. but it also they kind of look like just like scan lines. It's I think what I said before is they look like Bender from Futurama, how he's got like those lines for a mouth. Yeah, Uh, like like they're just decorative. It's like a right. It's a cooling grill on the front of them. (laughs) They serve no purpose, um, but they do look pretty menacing. But yeah, they start to encircle Jack and the horse and there's kind of a pause and then they they start launching at Jack. Um, he takes his sword out, starts hacking a few of them up. We actually get these cool shots of the horse is pitching into the horse starts like kicking these drones and trampling them under his gigantic feet. And we get these intercut moments here of Jack and the horse like taking out a bunch of these drones, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and then one drone uh, manages to land on Jack and actually knock him off of the horse onto the ground. Um, and we see the horse sort of run away in the background. And this, this drone is completely covering Jack on the ground. Um, we see a few more of the, the beetle drones sort of walk across that banner that he had made and kind of tear it up a little Mm bit. Yeah. And, uh, and that's it. That's how Jack dies. It was a great series. Um, I've had fun making this podcast with you. Thanks for everybody who listened. <laughs> well, it's not um, over. We we gotta we gotta see what the horse is up to for the next five seasons. I'd be down. <laughs> yeah, we things are looking a little dire here, but uh, we see uh, Jack's sword kind of emerge um, through the beetle drone, and then Jack sort of launches up from under it, and he's like triumphantly like ready for battle. He's like readies himself and they pause for another moment and then you know it's it's go time baby oh yeah now it's now we get to the real action everything up to this was nothing it's fuck up city for these (laughs) these drones fast approaching as the episode title implies yeah yeah so yeah they surround him there's a brief standoff and then they the drones start to launch at jack and uh, they come at him with their like scythe arms and he he blocks their attacks with the sword. We get a lot of shots of them like kind of clashing against the sword. Mm-hmm. Um, Very reminiscent of uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a ton of blocking. He's trying to get their stamina meter down so he can go in for that kill shot. Uh, they are robots, so I don't know what kind of stamina meter they, they have, I guess. It'd just be wear and tear on the joints, I guess. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> Overheating. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... They uh, they go at this for a little bit and then Jack sort of starts hacking them up with his sword um, cuts. He's like cutting them in half and cutting off their robot heads. They start to get a few strikes on him, though. They connect with his armor um, and start sort of peeling a few pieces off. One of the drones actually grabs Jack in like a big bear hug from behind and sort of encircles him completely. And then uh, Jack bursts free from his grasp and rips off like all of the armor that he'd been wearing. So the armor's done. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it uh it served him well for yeah a couple minutes. Hate to think, you know, what would have happened without the armor, but we spent a lot of time making it. I'm sad to see it go. Uh the pot of soup wasted. Yeah, I wonder what happened to that soup. I wonder what happened to that dog. Yeah. I'm sure he had another pot of soup. Hopefully. That was that was the only pot they had. <laughs> you spoiled it. Now he has to make soup out of carved rocks. Well, there are a lot of carved rocks uh, left over from the fight. So if that's his fancy, um, he'll be he'll be sitting pretty. That's true. The dogs open up uh, an Ikea. <laughs> I could see it. Um, so, yeah. So they fight here for a minute. Uh, they go back and forth and um, Jack looks up and there's like a big flaming pile of robot bodies. Uh, but there's still a lot of them left. Uh, he launches himself in the air uh, over this big pillar of flame and starts sort of running away from the scene. Uh, All the drones, the beetle drones, they start to follow him through the valley. And then we get sort of the payoff for that preparedness montage. We get the the sequences here of, you know, how how that setup is going to help in the fight. We see Jack is running through like this narrow passage in the valley with those thin pillars that those awful, awful tongue machines had carved out. (laughs) Uh, but I guess it was for the greater good because Jack sort of starts to push those thin pillars over with his feet. 
and they they fall into the valley and crush like a bunch of these drones. So yeah, they kind of domino down a ways. Right, right. Definitely an effective move. The the ends justified the means there. Um, as much as I didn't want to deal with those. <laughs> it's all right. Awful, it's awful okay. Things. It's over. You don't have I to can't see get them. them again. I, I'm seeing them in my dreams every night, and we've talked about it <laughs> twice now. And I just i I don't think I'll ever be able to let it go. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, I really hope they show up again at some point now. <laughs> it has to happen after how much we've talked about them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, then we see Jack running and climbing up these other stone pillars um, where those rockets with the blasters pointing out, uh, they had parked those. Um, he sort of climbs up those towers and steps on the uh, ignition button on these rockets and fires out the rocket blast, um, which does do a good job. You know, the, the Beatles kind of follow him up the pillar and he sets off the, the rocket and it does, you know, take out a decent amount of them, but it, it runs out of fuel. We see that it runs out of fuel, like immediately. Yeah. Exceptionally after stepping on fast. It. And if the, if the fuel meter is anything to be believed, they were full and lasted maybe what, two seconds, three seconds. Yeah. Not, not very efficient machinery here. You know, maybe he could have saved some of those oil barrels that he'd exploded earlier. You know, maybe saved a few of those to do a little refuel on the go here. Yeah. Um, would have been a tough maneuver, but he could have got some dogs as like a pit crew at like a NASCAR race. to. Yeah. I mean, they're not doing out. anything else. We haven't even seen them this whole fight. Lazy dogs. <laughs> um. So, yeah, he he sets off, sets off a couple of these rockets. He jumps between a few pillars. They take out a decent amount of these beetle drones, and Jack runs away from the scene. He's he's keeps running up through the valley. We actually get this really cool, like epic chase music as we see Jack, you know, running and over his shoulder. We see all these beetle drones, you know, scurrying and following him. Yeah, Jack's running and he and he leaps into the air. We see he's actually leapt over that trench that they dug, and the bugs are still following him. Uh, they they fall into the trench and just impale themselves on these jewels, like stacking them up. Yeah, they just start flooding into it, like, one after the other. They see what's happening in front of them, but none of them really seem to mind all that much. They cannot be stopped. Um, they they just impale themselves, and this seems like maybe the most effective sort of sequence and most effective step that they took here before the battle. Um, yeah, maybe they should have just... out a lot of them. Maybe they should have just made a bigger pit and just hung mm. out behind it. Just, like, propped up some lawn chairs and popped yeah, some popcorn. Yeah, just and... let the entire army run into the pit to be... It'd be a lot less exciting to watch, but, uh, you know, uh, it'd be a lot safer. Yeah. And, you know, all the strain on Jack's body. He's got fights to fight later on. You know, give him a break every once in a while. Yeah. He's 25 years old. He can't do this forever. Well, he's technically like 3,000 and 25 years old. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, they he takes out a lot of them here. But the uh, sort of the survivors, they climb over the, the bodies of these other drones in the pit and sort of crossover and they keep running back and they actually run um, sort of all the way back to like the outskirts of the city. Um, and Jack stops running and sort of turns around and all he's got left, Jack's Jack's sort of run out of tricks. All he's got left is his sword and he's, he's just going to take them on. And they, they start to scuttle sort of around him in circles. They surround him and they're like scurrying around in a circle for a while. And Jack's kind of like just standing there ready with a sword. Mm -hmm. Um, this goes on for a little while. A little bit longer, I think, than it needs to. They're just kind of yeah. showing off. They've got like two circles. One's going clockwise. The other one's going counterclockwise. And uh, they've got them completely surrounded. Like At first, you're like, all right, we're just seeing them go by because they're still forming these circles. But but no, it cuts away and they're just doing it because uh, they practice really hard at this and they want to make well, sure yeah. that he sees it. They put in countless hours. You know, they they learned their steps. They they hit their marks. They got to yeah show off. Show off a little something here. <laughs> They're going to make it to regionals this year. <laughs> so yeah, Jack's kind of waiting there and then um, they stop scurrying and we actually get these cool shots. At like It's like a close up on the eyes of these drones and we see Jack um, kind of standing there and wait, uh, like reflected over and over in these multi-panel eyes, which is kind of cool. There's this long standoff and it gets kind of quiet and we start zooming out from the scene. We actually zoom out far enough into... Uh, the city into the skyscrapers, these large ruined towers in the cities where we see the dogs who are watching this fight um, from the towers from safety and their eyes are all bugging out. They all look nervous as hell. Yeah, even though Jack's been doing a pretty good job so far, they still uh, don't seem to have too much faith in the guy. Yeah, which is rude, you know? Yeah, after all he's done for them. Please. 
yeah, they all look nervous, reasonably so. You know, this is kind of their last shot, and Jack's, you know, he's run out of tricks here. He's Now it's just Jack, and, you know, it looks like a couple dozen of these drones. So the fight is about to start. Um, They pause for a moment, and Jack sort of slowly raises his sword in front of him, and then they start to charge, and the fight is on. Um, Okay. We've done this. <laughs> We've done this episode twice. This is not an easy episode to describe because it's just there's no dialogue. It's all action scenes. I think I've done a decent job so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like I'm it's like I'm watching it. Thank you. Uh, well, you did watch it, so you're at an advantage. That's true. Um, I, I watched it a few times, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more times than probably necessary, but it's a great episode, so um, I didn't mind. Yeah, I. <laughs> This is a tricky episode to describe, and now I'm going to try to describe in words uh, what I think is a super cool action scene, like definitely one of my favorites from recent memory. Okay. Are you ready? Because here we go. I'm ready. All right. Let's do this. Uh, So they start attacking Jack, and Jack is cutting back at them. They trade blows for a minute, minute here. Jack... You know, he's hacking them in half. Um, they're they're sort of slicing up Jack, and they actually get in a f- few good shots on him and start tearing up his gi. Um, we see it's, like, kind of tattered on him, and he does the cool anime thing where he just grabs it from one shoulder and just tears it off of his body and <laughs> throws it aside. Very easily. Yeah, it's like nothing. I think that's a very common anime thing. I think the, this, the thing that does it best is the Yakuza uh, series of video games. Um because there are all these like gangster, like big, huge, burly Yakuza men who are wearing these immaculate three-piece suits, which is funny enough that they just rip them off in like a single throw. Yeah, it comes. They all come off very. They're tear away. Like they're all theater students. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of the gag, but it's also cool because they do like slow panning shots over their backs with mm. like these big Yakuza tattoos. So uh, they do it really well. But yeah, Jack just kind of throws it off, and we see his body's all cut up, but also Jack's body is cut. Cause he's in great fucking shape. Yeah. Yep. From all the, uh, all the, whatever it is he's been doing, <laughs> uh, drone fighting. Yeah. He just got that right before this mm-hmm. fight. He was like a twig, but 10 minutes later after fighting all these drones, instant results, sick gains, drink Aku soda. <laughs> uh, he, he tears it off and then there's kind of a pause and he, he takes his sword and he slowly raises it in front of his face and it does like this badass metal sound. Uh, you described it perfectly as like a twang. It's like a metal twang. Yep. There's like a glint of light off of it. It's super badass. Like I'm getting chills even just thinking about like that moment <laughs> now. I'm going to have to get you a print out of that for uh, for Christmas or something. A wall scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I'll purchase the NFT of that moment. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I own, <laughs> My I own that section of Samurai Jack now. <laughs> so yeah, he... He raises his sword and they trade blows a few more times. Jack cuts them in half. They they scrape them up a couple times. And then, all right, this is the coolest part of the episode by far. Jack just full on screams. He lets out this like giant guttural primal yell. His mouth is like wide open. Um, he lets out this big scream and launches himself into the air with his two hands on his sword held high above his head. And then everything cuts like into slow motion like everything from here on out in this scene is in full slow motion we see jack slowly rising up above this pack of drones the sky behind him goes completely blood red and jack is high above them with this sword above his head and he lets out this other another yell in slow motion and he starts coming down and he's landing on this pack and brings his sword down on one of these drones and cuts it completely in half uh, vertically, and the two halves of this drone sort of fall to either side. And as this happens, oil starts to spout out of the two halves of the drone and shoot straight up into the air, which has not happened yet. He's cut a lot of these yeah. bugs in half. And this is the first time we've seen this. You know, presumably there's been a little bit of this, but this is the only time we focus maybe, on it. Maybe these are, uh, these are a different model. That's why they were in the back. They're the, the stronger ones. They're the, the last line of defense, so they're oil-powered. But it seems that yeah. they spray out a lot more oil than they should be able to contain. <laughs> it's a very, like, uh, over-the-top anime thing to do. Like, I had compared it to uh, that that scene in Kill Bill where it goes to the anime and she stabs the guy on the bed. 
And right. it just the whole room gets filled with blood, essentially, <laughs> like the scene from it. Yeah, it's a it's a preposterous amount of oil that comes spilling out of this this drone, but um, it shoots straight up into the air and and sort of starts to slowly come down and actually lands on Jack, and he doesn't even flinch as the oil completely covers like the top half of his face, and his eyes are closed as this happens, and there's just this big spot of oil completely covering his closed eyes and then he slowly opens his eyes uh and they're surrounded by this inky blackness and he looks like he's wearing like batman's cowl yeah um it's really fucking cool it's it is very cool (laughs) yeah it's probably my favorite shot so far of the three episodes that we've watched but yeah we we see him do that and then there's like a slow motion montage like a few other scenes of jack cutting these drones in half and the oil spilling out of them. He's cutting them in half, like vertically, horizontally. He's cutting their heads off and like oil is shooting out from where their heads were. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he's just yelling. He's letting out like these big primal screams, like every time he does it. And we've joked a lot, you know, in these couple episodes, we've joked a lot about how like, oh, well, yeah, he's, he's cutting people up and like tearing off limbs and stuff, but they're all robots. So like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's Um, fine. We hate them. As I said last time, (laughs) mom will let you get away with watching Jack kill these (laughs) robots. Um, But this scene, you know, robots are not like this is violent shit that we're seeing here. Oh, yeah, it's it. They're clearly trying to evoke like a bloody battle with all the the oil spray and it's yeah covering him and dripping off his sword. Yeah, that well, yeah. Um, there's no pretense for sort of <laughs> what they're going for here. Um, he's, yeah, he's really taking it to these, these drones. We get these cool shots. Yeah. So he's, he's like cutting them up and then we get this one really awesome shot of Jack on the left side of our screen launching towards a drone that's coming at him from the right side of the screen and they collide in midair and then the screen kind of cuts to black and then we see like a white flash tear through the middle of the screen and the screen itself starts to separate slowly and we actually are like looking in it's like the corpse of one of these beetle drones sort of slowly separating from either side it's super well shot and jack he's like in midair with a sword extended after cutting it in half and and passes through the middle of this corpse and he's kind of suspended there for a minute and then oil from either side of the halves of the body starts shooting out and just completely envelop him in oil he's like doused in it yeah it's like an, it's like an automated car wash it's just spraying the oil <laughs> as he yeah. goes through yeah he's completely drenched and then yeah just like you said we get this super badass shot of jack it like slowly pans up from his feet and we see his whole body he's just like completely black covered in oil and he's got his sword like down by his side and even that is like slowly dripping drops of oil from the tip of the sword it's extremely menacing like jack has really you know kind of taken a turn here into like a like a cold-blooded like killer of these drones yeah he's pretty he's pretty intense in this scene i think it's like the darkest we've seen him go like not in terms of like he's covered in oil but in terms of like just like viscerally violent (laughs) like yeah yeah he's he's we've never seen rage like this he's kind of a different warrior in this this sequence um, and yeah, he is definitely intimidating and it's actually really cool because, you know, up to this point, these drones have kind of been, these beetle drones have kind of been like these automatons just like following him blindly, like serving only one purpose, like to fight Jack. Yeah. Throwing themselves into a pit literally <laughs> to, to yeah. get to him. And then climbing over the bodies of their fallen brothers to continue fighting. Yeah. Um, but in this moment, we kind of like see the drones faces and they almost look like scared. Like the drones faces, they almost look like they are like, holy shit, like yeah. this guy is going to kill us. And then it's great because we get this close up on one of the drones foot and the foot takes one step backwards. And then Jack, we can't even see Jack's mouth in this moment. We're just zoomed in on his eyes, which are completely covered in oil. And we see Jack and he gives probably the best line of the series so far. No. There is no escape. So yeah, he he will not let them go. And then we just get another final scream out of Jack. He lets out like his most primal battle cry and and starts 
cutting them up with a sword. And we actually, it's like we don't even see Jack cutting apart these drones mostly. We we mostly see him, it looks like he's literally tearing apart our TV screen with his sword, like ripping it to shreds. Yeah, it's it's very cool. It's similar to the other comic book panel style things we get, but instead of like clean lines between the different panels, it's it's like torn. It, it's very similar to the way Aku looked in the first episode when he cut him. Yeah. It's like a jagged, uh, like a tear. Yeah, I think is the best way to describe yeah, um, it's super well shot, and it's like cut against like the blood red sky in the background, and like this pounding drum music, like this powerful music. This is like a super intense moment of Jack just taking it to these to these thugs. Oh yeah. And then we cut to black for a moment, and the music stops, and we fade back in, and there's just a mountain of these beetle drone corpses, and we pan up the mountain, and against the blood red sky, we see Jack sort of triumphantly standing on top of this this pile and he's holding that tattered battle flag that he had before and sort of standing yeah at the top of this pile uh, with a sword in hand covered in oil and the the fight is over and jack has won yeah he's just kind of quietly reflecting on his victory it's a great shot and there's this swelling like victory music like you know jack has saved the day and <laughs> fucking Rothy, of course. <laughs> yep, yep. Rothy comes in. It just fucks up the whole moment. He sticks his little stupid head like out from behind the pile of corpses. And he's like, oh, Jack, like that was a great fight. And then he just starts laughing and cackling maniacally Dude, like the an laugh idiot. Is so ridiculous. He sounds like such goober. He oh, my God. Like a total idiot. He's like <laughs> totally spoiled the moment. <laughs> and you can tell Jack feels the same way. He looks at him and he's pissed. Yeah, it's like, great. Jack just glares at him and <laughs> Rothy immediately stops laughing. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Rothy, he thanks Jack for, you know, saving him and says the dogs are like forever indebted to him. And they they all kind of give their thanks. And, and Jack says, well, no need to thank me. You know, this is my mission to defeat Aku and all of his drones and all of his minions. Um, you know, this is what I'm here for. Rathi says that, you know, now that they're free, the dogs will leave the mines and offers for Jack to come with them. And Jack says, no, you know, he's got to fulfill his mission and find a way back to his own time to defeat Aku. And while he's saying this, we cut back out of the scene and we are in Aku's house again. Mm-hmm. And he's watching the whole events of this scene on his TV. Yep, his his flat screen hideaway TV that he's got. <laughs> he's been watching this all on TV, and he's pretty pissed. This did not go well for Aku. Not only did his beetle drones just completely fail the fight, um, but now he's lost like this power source of the jewels of the dogs that were you know mining them for him. He's not happy. Yeah, no, he's uh, he looks the most annoyed I think we've seen him in the whole show so far. But he's not like throwing a fit. He's not like breaking stuff or anything he's still collected well he says you know oh well he's jack's stronger than he remembers but it doesn't matter because aku goes on this whole speech about how you know he's jack's now living in aku's world and they will fight again at some point but aku can see him wherever he's going and he says we will meet again when i see fit in a time and place of my choosing and it's kind of cool because we get like these intercut shots of of jack actually walking away from the battle here and of course he's like all cleaned up he's got a fresh key mm-hmm. um, yeah we don't we don't have to worry about it no none of it there we, he found a shower or some sort of water source nearby in this desert city <laughs> uh and he, he found the the clothing retailer yes uh i think actually the the tongue machine licked off the oil for him <laughs> oh god Although he, that was a pretty powerful machine so he might not still be standing just take that. off all his skin with it <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Like we get these intercut shots of Aku saying this like on half of the screen and then Jack walking away on the other half of the screen. It's pretty fun because like we also get these shots of Aku giving a part of the speech and then cut to another panel on the screen and Aku continuing his speech. So we see Aku's face on two different sides of the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it freezes every time a new one comes in. But like uh, like an old Flash cartoon when you'd right click and pause it. Uh, the, the eyebrows keep going. Yeah, it's really clever um, and really funny. Yeah, he's walking away and Aku says, well, you know, we will meet again. And then he, <laughs> Aku calls him Samurai Jack, which just feels weird. <laughs> it just 
feels weird to hear him say that. Yeah, it's almost as weird as if Jack were to at some point say that he's got to get back back to the past. (laughs) Right. My favorite scene in Breaking Bad was when Walt says to Jesse, uh, Jesse, I can't believe we killed that guy. And then Jesse says, yo, Mr. White, uh, that's just what happens when you start Breaking Bad. And then they high five and there's a freeze frame, frame, freeze frame in the credits. Roll. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> uh, actually, though, to that point, I, I believe there is a scene where Jesse says, uh, what, what, you're like breaking bad all of a sudden? I think that does happen. <laughs> I think actually, yeah, you're right about that. And then they high five. And, and then they high five and, and they go get ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't you forget about me. <laughs> And so, yeah, uh, Jack's walking away, and that is the end of our episode. Yeah, what an episode it was. Yeah, that, I mean, like we said earlier, totally a great payoff for, you know, the, the cliffhanger was tough on episode two, but like to come back this strong, you know, we we knew that the fight was coming. We knew that Jack was going to pull some badass stuff. Like we knew that he was going to succeed, but mm-hmm. like the way in which the episode was shot and like even, you know, those those intense moments sort of towards the end of the battle um like just super paid off like better than i could have expected oh yeah they did a great job wrapping that up the intro movie uh as a kid i was super stoked to to see more of this show and like i mentioned uh i think it was episode one at the time i thought this was it i didn't know it was going to continue and then i think it was like a couple days later when they were like uh samurai jack starts in like a month or whatever it was which as a kid was like might as well have been 10 years It's going to take forever for this show to be on TV. (laughs) (laughs) And even if that had been the end of it, like, obviously, there's a ton of great episodes like to come, but like that would have just been like a really cool TV movie. Yeah. And and like I had said in our first episode, um, I don't ever remember after this episode airing, I don't ever remember having watched another episode of Samurai Jack until I, as an adult, like did my full series watch. Um, So I... I'm excited for sort of where the show goes from this point because, you know, we've we've had this this three part structure, which was a little weird for us to watch in three separate parts. But I think for the purposes of this podcast, it was definitely sort of the right the right way to do it. Yeah, I agree. I think I think if we had done it any other way, we would have either had to go too quickly through them or right. The podcast would have been three hours long. <laughs> yeah, it, definitely the right way to do it. And I'm excited for um, going forward, because now, you know, we don't sort of have these connected episodes. I think there are probably a few episodes that have like some running through lines with mm. the story. And certainly once we get to season five, you know, that is very heavily story focused um, to try to you know bring everything to an end here. But um, going forward, we kind of have like a episode by episode, like self-contained plots, um, you know, all serving the purpose of, you know, Jack trying to find his way back. Um, but yeah, from here on out, we, we don't kind of have like these, these through lines. We kind of have all, you know, like I said, these self-contained things, um, some of them silly, some of them like epic, some of them. Yeah. Some of some of them are like, have some very interesting, like, uh, art styles and, and different, different things going on. We meet a, a large cast of wacky characters, the jackpack. Yeah. Hijinks ensue. Uh, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be great. Um, and, you know, like we talked about, I've I've watched these episodes more recently than you have. But even still, it's been probably five or six years for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and for you, it's been certainly much, much longer, you know, 20 ish, 20, 20 ish. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably watched them all on TV when they were airing. I, I almost certainly watched a bunch of them in reruns, um, but I think they stopped airing them on Cartoon Network mm. after a little while. I didn't. Because they, I think they always had that like secondary channel that you could go watch. Like, right? Nickelodeon had the the Nicktoons channel on like channel yeah. five hundred or whatever. Uh, so I would say if if Samurai Jack was airing, it would probably be on Cartoon Network's version of that. That sounds about right. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I'm definitely excited to you know get into the sort of more quirky episodes going forward. Um, but yeah, that that is going to do it for us today. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening to episode three. It's been great so far. Um, we really appreciate, you know, everyone's 
uh, interaction with us on social media. Um, you know, we've had a big response there and, you know, love being able to talk to the community. And also, you know, big thanks to everyone who has, you know, rated and reviewed us across podcast services so far, um, you know, especially on Apple Podcasts. That's the big one um, that helps us get more visibility, uh, you know, get the podcast into more people's ears and, you know, makes it better for everyone uh, in turn. So, you know, if you have the time, you know, please, please go on those services and leave us a review. Um, that would be a huge help and we would super, super appreciate it. Yeah. And big shout out to uh, Puddinhead Wilson and the Silver <laughs> Savant, I think was the other name. Some, something along those lines. Um, sorry if we butchered the names, but we, but we, we, see, we, we, we appreciate you. it. Yeah, yeah. We, we see you and we love you. We love you. <laughs> uh, and Brendan, that is it. Um, thank you for you know being flexible enough to re-record this episode with me. Well, I mean, thank you. I, I, <laughs> I felt so bad. These things are going to happen. Better to catch it now than you know some issue later on. But yeah, that is going to do it for us here. We've reached the dreaded end of the episode um, where I really would love to be able to come up with a good outro for us here. I think in lieu of that, I'm just going to say uh, I'm Nick Montagani. Uh, that's Brendan Riley. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Smashing a real bang up job. <laughs> <laughs>